This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Welcome back to the warm-up program. Oh, I thought you were going to wait for the, the big dramatic pause coming up here. Oh, okay. Then I do it. Then I go, welcome back to the warm-up program. It's the warm-up program Not with yet. Alan Silo. Now! Love that. Go see Tommy Lugauer and um, Sean Marash at uh, Reds. Reds. If you're going to Metallica show tonight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, crush some beers with them. That's what I would do. Bad Vegan, I believe, will be there as well. Oh, is that right? Yep. That's cool. Man, I never saw Metallica. Me either. I would be interested, I think, but I don't want to go, uh, you know, I don't know what the Metallica fans are like anymore. I guess they're older dudes, (laughs) Yeah, but rockers. Definitely. I've seen, you know, one of the great things about YouTube is when people put up, uh, you know, cool things from concerts. You know, if if they're close enough where you can actually see stuff. I've been seeing a bunch of stuff of uh, the lead singer, whose name escapes me right now. Lars. No, James Hetfield. Okay. As their opening, I'm like over three now this morning. As their opening <laughs> instrumentals going around in the stadium, uh-huh. he's smoking a cigar on the side of the stage. Nice, interacting with fans. It's cool to see. And then, man, they got a gigantic stage. Metallica. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it's quite a show. I mean, they're nowhere near each other on the stage. Like it's gigantic. So now, how many are they doing? A ton of dates on this tour. I imagine they are. Yeah, probably, right. But they're also getting a lot of rest in between. Okay. I, think I was going to say, it's a lot of cigar smoking. I mean, if they're doing that same routine at each stop. I think they're doing like a Friday, Sunday every week. Okay. But not anything else. And I think they fly back home. I was, okay. I heard, I heard uh, one of those dudes was on uh, a podcast I listened to. I don't even remember which one. but <laughs> So many to choose from. <laughs> Actually, it was, it was Lars was on a, the Bill Maher podcast. Okay. And they were talking about how... They built in a lot of rest days. They're doing two nights in every city they're going to. They're flying home to see their families. So it's a in long tour because they spaced it out. They spaced it out okay. so they don't get burned That's out. That's smart. And supposedly they do, like they're doing a show tonight at, at uh, MetLife and then I guess Sunday night. Two completely different shows. Really? You will not hear the not, same song twice. R- bam, come bam, on. Bam. Yeah, they're sure. not doubling up on a single song? That's what they say. Wow. Which is crazy, because if you love Master of Puppets and they do it tonight and your tickets are for Sunday... That's how they get you if you're a diehard. You gotta yeah, you got to go, go to both shows. Yeah. I like that idea. Hmm. I Good. like it. I like it. Now, what else do I have here for you, CeeLo? Uh, a couple other things. I'm not really fully understanding Rob Sala's new Jets mantra. Uh-huh. I understand all gas, no brakes. I, the, get, I get that one. Uh, pet peeve? Yeah. It's no break. It's singular. 
everyone makes that mistake, not just you. You only have one brake. Correct. If you, if you see he wears the shirt, it's all gas, no brake. Oh, the brake says his shirt is singular. Uh, oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad he got that right. We're all getting that. I'm very confident I okay. have correct. You know, okay, the good. The Tiki Ronde Canton, Ohio missing Wednesday. I had all that wrong. Mm-hmm. So this, I've now got my first hit of the ball game. Good I'm job. Now, I'm one for four. Okay? You're all, right, and you're like, you know what? Turn this into a That's streak. Right. Like Giancarlo Stan, I'm gonna get hot. Get a couple, uh, a couple more uh, in this broadcast, and you'll be good to go. Yeah, yeah. But his new mantra is now what? <laughs> and I was reading his quotes because I was like, let me, I really want to figure this when out. When did he explain this? Uh, I'm not sure. Was this like earlier this week after practice? This wasn't saw, last night, right? No, no, no. Okay. I, I saw this yesterday early after. All right. So probably at the podium at some point this week. Yeah. He says, uh, the mantra is meaning, what are you going to do when you walk into the building? Let's get back to the moment. Let's get back to where our feet are. You finish in the weight room. Now what? You finish a rep. You made a play. Now what? Nobody cares. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it going. Expectations are awesome, but unless we're focusing on the moment and always trying to take that next step, then none of it matters. I like it. Makes perfect sense. It to makes me. sense to you. Yeah. He's saying like, I don't. I'm not sure I get it. Like, there's so much excitement and anticipation yes. and build up, right? All of those things. Yeah. Which is all great, and we're all we're into it. They're into it. They're excited. Rogers excited, but ultimately it comes back to. Proofs in the pudding, right? So right. now what? Now what are you going to do to take that, to advance the he said next step, to move the, to keep moving in the right direction? Okay. All right? So they get smacked around by the Bills week one. Now what? Now what? Or they come out and they beat the Bills. Now what? What's now next? What? And they'll keep asking that question until hopefully they're hoisting the Lombardi trophy in Las Vegas in early February. All right. I, I like it now. Yeah. Now what? Now what? Who cares? Now what? <laughs> what you got now? Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. What nobody are you going to do about cares. it? I did see the lights went out in the Jet-Brown game yeah. yesterday. Right around like the start of the fourth quarter. And, of course, they took a shot, NBC, of uh, Aaron Rodgers in the dark. And mm-hmm. then yeah. hilarity, hilarious shots. Aaron Rodgers in the dark jokes ensued the on social media. The jokes just write themselves oh, out. Yeah. Yep. Oh, look at Aaron Rodgers in the dark. Yeah. They had the big meeting. It's... Midfield with the refs and the head coaches. Should we should we cancel the rest of the game? Oh, here? is that right? Yeah. And but then, it was interesting to me. The lights were out for a while, and it was like they kept showing the. You know, usually they come back gradually. Yeah. I guess I guess in modern times they have the ability to have it happen quick. Because I was like, this is this delay is taking a while, and it doesn't look like they they've come back gone yet, or they're going to. And then all of a sudden, like two minutes later, there was Chris Trevler taking a snap on like second and one, and the, I'm like, oh, that was all quick. the lights okay, are back. Great. Here we go. It was preseason. They should have just kept playing through the darkness. Yeah, why not? Wrong what, could, what could go wrong? I would do like a f- a fake handoff and oh, one of my guys is Over deep the down top. the field. Touchdown! Oh, Jets win the game. Chris Strubler. Now instead he threw a pick and they lost. I just watched the video of uh, looked like Joe Klecko almost fell when he was walking out. Yeah, the thing. yeah, they had, you had that. People taking shots at Revis. The lights went out, and then apparently the showers in both locker rooms for the Jets and the Browns were, were not functioning after Where the game. Where are they playing this it was game? A rough night in Canton, and and Mackay Becton was so down on the turf, he basically took himself out of the game. Really? He played seven snaps, and he was just like, ah, this turf, my size, my injury, didn't feel right. Which? So. Where do they play that? Like, is there a stadium at the yeah. Hall of Fame? Yes, there is. Why don't they play at Ohio State? I feel like that's close by. I that's don't know, nice like Columbus stadium. to Canton. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't enough know enough about uh, Ohio geography. Me neither. Mm. Didn't just, they have turf issues at this place 
not not too long ago. Yeah. Also, yeah. man, get it together, Hall of Fame. You're the so, Hall of Fame. Get some nice grass out there. Back then was like, ah, uh, no thanks. Yeah. Well, just what he needs to get injured, right? Right. No one got hurt though, as far as I know. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure there were a few nick up nick guys getting nicked up, banged yeah. up, but no, I didn't see anything significant. At okay, least not. Good. I mean, they, listen. Now you didn't have a lot of significant guys playing in the game last night. That's Rob true. Rodgers didn't play. Aaron Rodgers. The veteran, a lot of the veterans didn't play. Their first round, Will McDonald. Look, did I have that right? Will McDonald. What, is he, what position does he he's play? A, he's like a, an edge rusher. Okay. He looked he put good. on a couple spin moves, pressured the quarterback a few times. Did so Deshaun Watson play? No, he did that not. punk. He did not. I would have liked to have gotten some defenders, take some shots at him. Well, that's exactly why he didn't play. Oh, is that right? <laughs> mm, interesting. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Sax.com. Oh, uh, the big hubba hubba baloo hubba bub. Uh, yesterday uh, when I had uh, hubba baloo hubba bub. Okay, yeah, yep. when I had uh, Evan and Tiki on was this uh, Anthony Rizzo situation. Yeah, and people were very angry at the Yankees. Well, it's just the latest injury thing with them that just is mind boggling. So he he's going to the injured list with concussion symptoms. Post concussion syndrome. Yeah, that traced back to May twenty eighth. Yeah, which we've all been talking about for months now. Like, are we? Sh- He's got to be something with that collision. Oh, is, there, is that right? Yeah, People were yes. had been talking yes. about this since he's basically went from being one of the better hitters in the league in the first almost two months of the season to literal batting average and I think OPS since that collision were both the worst in baseball for guys that qualified. So then, what happened? They decided like, hey, let's now run this dude through some concussion. No, they tests. they they said that he passed everything initially okay. right after that test. But obviously things have lingered, and Rizzo, who spoke yesterday, like I'm not gonna lay it all at the Yankees' feet because if he says I'm good to go, you know, then they're gonna keep running him out there, especially while Judge was hurt and Stanton didn't, was just coming back, and Stanton came back shortly, maybe a week after this collision, a few days after, and he wasn't hitting, Mayu wasn't hitting, so it's like Rizzo was the guy. So he said that he just attributed it to like you know the wear and tear of the season, feeling kind of tired and run down. He talked about how right after the collision they went out to Seattle and normally when he flies to the West Coast, he feels a little drained because at the time show he didn't really think much of it. But um I guess over time it just he was he the way the best way he described it was he goes, think of it as like going to bed sober and waking up feeling like you've got a hangover. And he's like, I didn't that to me that wasn't normal. So he finally spoke up spoke up about it this past weekend. The one thing where you can maybe knock the Yankees is apparently he talked to them about this feeling foggy over the weekend and then still played in the next few games. And then they ran him through some tests. Yeah, and he took he got a couple of days off, and now he ends up on the I.L. He talked about how he's forgetting how many outs there were. So, yeah, some cognitive stuff that was going on. Is that right? Now they're putting him on a treatment plan. He should be fine, but... It took a while for us to get to this point. Well, like, what's a treatment plan for that? There's something with supplements. Uh, I don't know exactly. I just run some IVs yeah, through no, your I system. Don't, I don't know, but it sounds like they'll be on top of it now, and he should be okay. I don't know what the time frame is on that though. Those concussions sound wild. Yeah, I mean, and it's. I feel like it's a very inexact science right now, and it's and it's different for some people have immediate symptoms. Sometimes they're delayed. Sometimes they come and go. 
you know, there's no, I don't think it's a. I mean, he must had these symptoms all summer now. I guess, yeah. That's a long time. So, I mean, clearly, at least I'd say it this way. I mean, obviously, first and foremost, you want him to get better and have no long-term issues. But at least we have what we feel like is a, a now legitimate explanation for what the hell happened to him as right. far as his production went. So that it should, didn't make any sense. Yeah, and that should boost his confidence going I forward, right? I would think right? so, yeah. Be like, yeah. I didn't just think and, I had a head situation. Right, because he's, he's not a young player, but he's not a – oh, he, I think he's 33, 34. He should have another – Couple good years in him, I would think, and he was he was killing it early on. Do you blame Fernando Tatis Jr.? No, it was, I do. I no, I don't. He's probably roided up when he crushed <laughs> rain right into Anthony Rizzo. No, it's just him. one of those awkward things, you know, wrong place, wrong time. And if yeah. you saw the, did you did you see the video? Did you look? I don't. You might have forgotten the play. I did not go it back. Was to circulating look at the, yesterday. Yeah. yeah, I mean it. His his head basically gets crunched, and they just you know, the slow mo. You know, you could. We all at the time, I remember watching and thinking like, oh, man, that's it. He's going to be out for a while. And he wasn't. It was weird. So how did he pass those initial tests? I don't know, man. Don't know enough hmm. about how that how all that works. They got to put some. They should have something where they put like a headband on you and then it reads whether you have concussions. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That'd I don't know. Cool. But All right. So uh, who's taking his place? I guess you'll have the mix right now of LeMayu and Jake Bowers. Did you see Luke Voigt opted out of his Met contract I yesterday? I did see that. Hmm. Why is that? Hmm. Oh, he's coming back to the Yankees? I don't know. This seemed interesting. He's going to go lift some Timing-wise, as he was hitting a million home runs for the Mets at Syracuse. He's going to eat some red meat raw. <laughs> he's going to pump some iron. He's going to drink non-pasteurized milk. He's going to come in and demand the Yankees have a game where they just wear sleeveless jerseys. Yes. Let's go. With the top three buttons undone, showing yeah. off the chest. Why was he in a sleeveless jersey? Well, they, Why did I see that they, photo? They wore sleeveless. You've seen that. Teams over the years have worn the vest with the T-shirt underneath. Yeah. He just opted to go with no T-shirt oh, okay. underneath to show yeah, off the trying, guns. I was trying to figure out. The rest like, of the team had the undershirt <laughs> on, you know, short sleeve, long sleeve. And he was, no, nope, I'm just going to, I'm just going with the vest look. I'm going with the sleeveless look here. Whenever I've seen those uniforms, I always thought it was like one piece that just made it look like it was. Some of the, I mean, I'm sure they're. Especially if you bought like, like the replica of it. Yeah, like the, the Rockies, for example, used to do that where they had the pinstripe yes. vest with the black shirt under. Like if you went to, you know, MOB shop back in the day and bought the replica, they didn't send you two pieces. That's they a did. guarantee. It was yeah. just, uh, they had to sew together. Right. And why did Patrick Ewing used to wear a t shirt under his basketball jersey? Like when he played in at uh, Georgetown? I don't know. Comfort thing. It was weird. You saw a lot of that in college back in the day. Yeah. And I don't know if it was like there was a rule in the NBA that you. Couldn't do it at that. I don't know. It would seem like plus those were like cotton. They didn't have dry fit back in the day. Right. Like cotton t-shirts getting drenched in the gray, sweat. the yeah, gray right, cotton right. t-shirts. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I have no idea. I would think when you'd go to put your arms up to to take a shot, it'd be all. I'm sure there was. Sure, he had his reasons. So, so it wasn't like so that it would absorb the sweat, so it wouldn't run down his arms and his, you know. Oh, make his. Uh, yeah. Okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make uh, his ball hands uh, slippery. His ball okay. hands. <laughs> <laughs> his hands that handle the ball slippery. I would think you'd want to be like all sweaty for when you box somebody out under the, you know, in the, what do they call that? When uh, in the paint? In the paint, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You box somebody out, you're getting them all sweaty. Well, that's the great scene from, you ever see a long came Polly? Yes. Tells you, you knew exactly where I was going. As soon as I was saying it, I was thinking it. Sasquatch. <laughs> He's playing basketball with the big hairy guy. Yeah, the guy takes his shirt off. Oh, and then he had the sport goggles on. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're like, that'd be great if you were going up against Patrick Ewing. Right into his sweaty armpit. Yeah. 
Great scene. Whoa. May he rest in peace, Philip Seymour Hoffman. All right, he's passed away. Yeah. Some great roles. The guy who looked like Boomer. Yeah, I guess. He and Boomer. Yeah. Boomer, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Jim Gaffigan, okay. the comic, yep. and see that. Uh, Nick Nolte. They have, at certain points okay. of their lives, they've all looked. And all right. Gary Busey. That was yes, it. Gary Not Busey. Nick Nolte. Not Nick Gary Nolte. Busey. Gary Good Busey. call. Yeah. That was it. Gary Busey. All right. There's that one uh, football card of Boomer. He's uh, on the Bengals. He's sitting on the sideline with his helmet off. He looks just like Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Very weird. Let's take a quick break here, CeeLo. Now what? <laughs> <laughs> now what? That's a great question. How many times will we hear like that drop Rob today? Sala says. <laughs> now what? Now what? Now what? I could tell you this. At 6 o'clock, Gio will be here with Stugatz. Stugatz. Uh, you and I have a couple other things to discuss yes. on the other side. I got a couple. Oh, let's do let's do a little sports media stories. Oh. There's a couple of fun ones. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. 